there. Happy New Year. It is 2022. Still a bit of a dumpster fire if we're honest, isn't it? But <laughs> nothing reset magically on the 1st of January. But there are lots of new books coming out, which I am excited about because, you know, it's quite nice to have a bit of bit of escape from sometimes what's happening in the real world with some books. So this little episode to ease us back into the new year after a break. I hope you've had a relaxing one. I certainly have. It's kind of a casual chat on what I'm looking forward to reading in 2022, how I'm thinking about my reading goals for the next year or for this year. And yeah, a little bit more on what's coming up. So I finished the year, I read nine whole books in December, which was a surprise to myself as well. I think partly because I had a social media break. If you follow me on Instagram, you may have noticed that or may have seen my post about that. So I had a bit of a social break, which meant I got through nine books. I also went on a little solo holiday, late December, just before Christmas, and did loads of reading. Went to the beach, hung out in this nice Airbnb that I found and yeah, read books. There were a few shorter ones in there. I did read the BFG, which I hadn't read since I was a child, but it was always one of my favourite Roald Dahl books. So that was a nice little trip down memory lane, a bit of nostalgia there as well. So I can't say all the books I read in December were particularly challenging, but there were certainly some good ones in there. Another favourite that I read was Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown. That was definitely a much more intense read than the BFG, which was fantastic. And I'll be talking about that in a few weeks' time. I'm going to do an update because I know it's one that a lot of people have been picking up and talking about over Christmas and also people have been asking me about as well knowing that I read it. So that all meant that I finished the year on 52 books for 2021 which was quite that's quite satisfying isn't it when you average out one a week it certainly wasn't actually one a week because I had a couple of breaks in the middle of the year where I ended up reading a lot more but then also a few few periods during the year where I just slowed down and sort of ground to a halt at a few points and if you saw my pretty measly numbers from November. I only read one book in November. So it was, yeah, it was definitely lumpy, shall we say, is my, was my year of reading. But that's okay. My goal for last year actually was only 40 books. And the reason it was only 40 books, if you, you may remember this, if you listened back at the beginning of last year, was I was planning to read some longer books. Now, I definitely didn't quite follow through on that. I did read a couple of longer ones. Atlas of the Heart might fit into that kind of category. Certainly Barack Obama's book, which I read back in January 2021. That certainly falls into that category. It's about 600 pages, that one. So look, there was there was a few things I ticked the box of, but maybe not so much in others, but that's okay. I don't tell myself off too much on those things. And it's a good reminder to have some goals, but also be pretty flexible, especially with how the year planned and panned out as well. So looking into 2022, I'll tell you a little bit about a few books that I'm really looking forward to that are coming out in the next few months. The other thing is my reading goal for this year as well. So I'll tell you about that and how I'm thinking about reading for 2022. Firstly, a couple of the books I'm really looking forward to. So out this week, if you're listening to this live, so actually out tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Monday, the 10th of January, when it goes live, is the book, the new book by Michael Bungay-Stanya, How to Begin. And it's a slight cheat. It is on my 2022 reading list, but I have actually already read it because Michael very kindly sent me a pre-release version of this one. So I've read it. I've been through all the exercises and I'm going to be talking more about that book in a lot more detail next week. But if you want to get in it into it this week before I talk about it next week on the podcast, it would be a good idea to do so. It's a perfect time of year also to be thinking about some goal setting. And he talks about the idea of setting a worthy goal and go through some process for that. Anyway, not going to spoil too much on that one because we're going to talk about that one next week. 
Another one that has just come out this week on the 6th of January was Johan Hari's latest book, which is called Stolen Focused. I really like Johan's work. I really enjoyed his book, Lost Connections, which I read a couple of years ago. Really made me rethink the way I think about mental health and loneliness and those types of things. So I'm particularly looking forward to his book on stolen focus or why you can't pay attention. I'm hoping it's got a little bit of a different slant or feel or insight to maybe some of Cal Newport's work or maybe near IL's work around Indistractable because it would be a bit of a shame, I think, for there to be yet another book about our attention spans are less and we get distracted by our phones and we should just you know do a digital detox or whatever. So I'm hoping it's going to be a little bit something different from that perspective. The other two books I'm really looking forward to talking about and reading is Madeline Dore, the wonderful Madeline Dore's I Didn't Do the Thing Today, which just has got the most wonderful title for a non-fiction book because there's so much seriousness sometimes in non-fiction book titles. So I Didn't Do the Thing Today, which is all about letting go of productivity guilt, which is something I feel like this should now now need to be my new Bible or something because it is probably everything I need. And I always I love Madeline's work. I think she's just such a great thinker and such a great doer and really puts a lot of different thoughts and reference into her writing. So I'm really looking forward to, to getting into that one. That one is on its way to me. Apparently it has been delayed because we're here in Australia, but it's been delayed, but it is on its way. So I'm really looking forward to getting my pause on that one. And then the other one is This Working Life by Lisa Leong and Monique Ross. Lisa was on the podcast, as you may have heard, a couple of weeks ago, or just a few last month now, in December, talking about this and how she reads and how she incorporates her reading into her writing, etc. So this is all about work and rethinking how we work. It's got beautiful illustrations. They've really rethought the format of nonfiction books. I'm super excited to read and then listen to this one because not just in an audiobook format, but they have actually commissioned a soundtrack to be written and performed to go along with the book that you actually listen to whilst you read the book. So it's not the audiobook, it's something quite different. So I think that's quite a special thing they're doing and really mixing up how books look or how non-fiction books in particular can look because they can be a bit serious, can't they? Okay, a couple of other honourable mentions of other books I'm looking forward to reading this year. First one is How to Tell a Story, which is by The Moth. If you're not aware of The Moth, they are a storytelling organisation that champions the stories of people. They run a podcast, which is fantastic. They also run events all around the world, which are story slam events and competitions, etc., where people go and tell stories. And their podcast is then a combination of some of those stories on certain themes. I think it's going to be a really insightful and practical book, I'd hope, on, on storytelling. The other one is The Power of Regret by Daniel Pink. I really enjoy Daniel's writing. I think he brings such an interesting journalistic approach and a funny approach as well to his books. I was a big fan of the book When that came out a couple of years ago. It was one of my books of the year. I think 2019 might be wrong, 2018, not sure. It all has merged into one. Uh, and this is around the, you know, like I said, the power of regret and how looking backward moves us forward. Now, I've always been, and I was talking to my good friend Mel Kettle about this a couple of weeks ago. Hi, Mel. And we were saying that regret isn't something that we particularly buy into or certainly don't get sort of sucked into. Uh, and in the Atlas of the Heart book that uh, from Brene Brown that came out late last year, she was talking about how people who say, oh, you know, no regrets, I live with no regrets, etc., which I've probably fallen into the, the certainly that mindset of, she argues that that's actually a bad thing because it means you're not reflecting and there's maybe you're going through life and never actually self, without the self-awareness or self-reflection that would be useful in order to not make mistakes or upset people in the same way as you have done before. Now, I don't think it's quite as binary than that personally. That's certainly not my, my approach to no regrets, but 
Daniel Pink, by the sounds of it, is taking a similar approach that regret is actually not a bad thing and that we should have regrets in order to be able to move us forward and not make the same mistakes over and over again. Another author I'm a fan of is Chip Heath. He has a new one coming out this year called Making Numbers Count, which is all about data and communicating numbers. Uh, I think it's just the, the, you know, the accountant in me still that still likes to get into that kind of stuff. So there's a few of the new books that are coming out that are on my list. Those are mostly all out in the next couple of weeks between now and kind of early to mid-Feb. In terms of my reading goals for the year, I have stuck 45 books into my reading challenge on Goodreads, which is what I mostly use to track the books that I'm reading. The reason I've gone 45 is that 40 probably was a bit on the low side. I'm hopefully going to have some more flights this year. I'm really hoping to get back and see family and friends in the UK and then also the US. So if with big chunky flights like that to happen, I'm hoping to get through a few more books in those kind of reading situations. Also, the other reason I've kept it slightly lower, though, still, even though I completely smashed 40 or even 45 this year, last year, was because I do want to read some longer books this year. But I also want to read books outside of the normal topics. So one of my big things this year is enhancing my creativity and, and doing that through breadth of other topics and other disciplines that I might normally avoid. So it might be like physics, some of Simon Singh's books I'd like to read this year and getting into some different stuff. Similarly, I'm reading currently Walter Isaacson's excellent biography of Leonardo da Vinci. So that's another one that's a, it's a definitely a chunkier read and, and just a denser read as well. It's not one of the kind of pop ones that you can kind of smash through in a few hours. So that's my plan for this year is to get into some, some a bit of a different rhythm in terms of breadth and topic and genre of book, but also some different authors and things too. So I'm looking forward to doing that. Anyway, I'd love to hear what you're reading this year or what is on your reading list. Maybe any goals or any authors you want to read more of. I would love to hear from you. Contact details, as usual, are in the show notes. The other thing, if you're interested in this, you want to hear more content and you can't get enough just from these weekly episodes, you can join my new Patreon membership, which launched just this week, which I'm very excited about. We will get bonus content and also the opportunity to join me once a month for a book club conversation with a group of other readers. Talk about what we've been reading what we've liked what we haven't liked and pick up some new book recommendations there is a link to that in the show notes too next week on these regular episodes you'll be hearing all about the book how to begin by michael bungay stanya and i'm looking forward to sharing that one with you as the first book episode of 2022 but otherwise until next time happy reading